0: Hello everyone Welcome back to the Des Bishop Podcast On this Incredibly unique day uh, First in my career Having had to cancel a month of shows Because of a pandemic um, We have a great episode coming up I don't want to say too much Because uh, myself, Stephen Mullen And comedian Eve Darcy Chat about, among other things the coronavirus and uh, the reaction to today's announcement that a lot of stuff is getting canceled, not just my shows, Uh, you know, as we try to control the spread of uh, COVID-19. We talk about a few other things too, Harvey Weinstein and a little bit of a sort of a a follow-on about the guilt discussion that we had yesterday and also um, a little bit about Eve's podcast, which you'll be finding out about on the in the episode. Very interesting. But first, I just want to say thanks to everybody for their understanding on me canceling my shows. I hate doing that, but you know, I wanted to do it for two days. It was really frustrating me that the venues wanted to wait for the government But all's well that ends well Leo Varadkar made the announcement around midday today And Well it, it helped me it Helped me to make the announcement I didn't want to put people at risk You know um, So thanks for people messaging me today Saying they understand And we're going to reschedule you know So I hope that any of you That were coming to the show Will still come and see it Because you know It's weird for me because this is actually the second March in a row that I've had to cancel shows, which is not, not a thing I've done much in my life. You know, I, I, I canceled shows when my dad died. I canceled shows when my mom died and I canceled one show once in Newbridge for bad snowstorm. And That's it. So this is a rare thing, you know? Momentous moment in time. And even though we've been paying attention to this pandemic for weeks, today it just really hit home. Fucking hell. This is a this is one of those moments in history that you'll never forget when a virus caused everybody to alter their lives. I mean minimum altering for me I cancel some shows I make them up but you know even I got in a taxi tonight and the taxi driver asked me if I knew if Copperface Jacks was closed tonight and I googled it and yeah Copperface Jacks is closed till the 29th of March and I, I felt bad for that guy because I thought who the fuck is this guy going to pick up nobody's going to be going out and as, as much as it's affecting me Four weeks of work gone I'll make it up but you know he, he can't like I can reschedule shows so I'm still going to get that the money that I would have made from those shows sometime in the future whereas it'll take time for him to you know there's not going to be a big surge of extra money coming to the taxi driver's life when this ban is taken off he just has to fucking eat it, you know. It's very, t- it's tough. It's tough on a lot of people, you know. And like people that are just retired, their pensions are taking a massive whack. It's the stock market crashes. You know, it's it's a lot. So I hope everybody appreciates that. I know that we talk about it on the episode, but people panic buy and all this other selfish shit. It's unfortunate, really, because in truth, this is uh, this is not about survival because we're not in our survival is not under threat. Uh, what what's under threat is you know we're trying to lessen the the damage that could be caused by this virus. But it's funny how people immediately go into that selfish mode. It makes me realize that shows like The Walking Dead. I think I've mentioned this before. Shows like The Walking Dead. You know, you always think that. Human behavior is exaggerated on those shows, but I'm starting to think by watching people fucking rush to get their stuff, that humans can be quite selfish. I hope when things calm down over the next two days and people realize that for the next few weeks, life's going to get real quiet, that they reach out and help each other get through this in the best possible way. I'll be trying to think of ways to help. I, don't, you know, the thing is that because you don't want unnecessary human interaction, you you want to find a way to help without actually exasper, you know, making the problem worse. So I'll have to think about that. I think about old people. You know, you know, old people are the most at risk, but also the most risk for being lonely and alone and I, I, uh, I'd like to figure out a way to to help that just assuming that uh, their interactions with people is going to lessen I'm assuming that there's going to be less visits from uh, you know the people that support them but in saying that if I can go visit them then anybody else can go visit them and that's the whole point we're trying to limit Interaction, you know, stopping the spread of the disease. So it's really, it's a, it's a, it's a shitty scenario, really. But as Krista Stefano says, it is what it is. And uh, coming up in the episode, we have a bit of crack about it. And I hope you all enjoy it. And I hope you all keep positive. Great episode coming up. Eve Darcy and Stephen Mullen. I'll talk to you after the episode. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to the Des Bishop podcast. We got to we got to rename it, Steve. Yes, this is. By the way, this is our first multi-camera. This is our first multi-camera podcast. Exciting, but you know, first and foremost, this is an audio experience. Absolutely. So let's not let's not overly focus on the on the cameras, you know. In my opinion. So we have Eve Darcy with us today.
1: Yes, hi. Woo. Woo.
0: How how would we describe it? comedian, Eve Darcy?
1: Comedian. Yep. Podcaster.
0: Podcast. Yeah, what's your what's your podcast? Humans Discuss Being.
1: Humans Discuss Being. Yes. Oh. It's like a therapy session, isn't it, Steve?
2: It is. Oh, was I You were the one? first. He oh, was, was the first one.
1: guest.
0: Oh, he was on it. He was the yeah. first
1: very first guest a year ago. Almost a year ago. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, Thank you keep you. it going for a year. That's yeah. awesome.
0: So can we can we um uh, actually l- let's Let's talk about the insanity of the last couple of days because sure. I feel like that's on everybody's mind. But perhaps later on, can we come back to discussing what, what your goals are for that podcast? Because that's it's yes. very, very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. But first and foremost, can we just say that the coronavirus has affected all of our lives now? It's the new Brexit.
2: It's yeah, it's, Yeah, I, f- it's, I
0: think this feels more like 9/11. It's bigger. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's bigger than both, I think. Like today has been Well, it's not it's just let me correct you there before <laughs> you get strung up by Americans. <laughs> <laughs> it is not bigger than 9/11. <laughs> nothing Well, worldwide is. If, yeah, nothing yeah, nothing is. is.
2: But, well, world worldwide wise like nba is, whew, yeah. shut down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Football sad it pretty much it's going to get shut down completely. It's 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 interesting how like some thing has like the whole world is suffering but this one thing all of a sudden and it's really hit, hit us as a whole country today it's quite fascinating it's quite like oh shit everyone's getting shut down everyone's mm. going yeah t- everyone's feeling like man we shouldn't really be going outside you know it's crazy yeah, well, I, days.
0: yeah it, it it feels it's weird because it's much better when you're in school <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like if so i was true. It's if so i true. was a school student right now i would be like Oh, I I wouldn't believe I just did just the best feeling ever. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. like like a never ending snow day. <laughs> yes, you know, and and I had to cancel. I've had to cancel a lot of shows now, right? So suddenly I'm now on a. a unwanted four-week holiday right even though i can't really do anything that's the thing Mm. you can't go anywhere and i'd like to go skiing but i feel like of all the things to do (laughs) skiing seems like the most irresponsible (laughs) because it was all skiers that brought the bloody disease back not to mention that i just had a video do quite well online which was me joking about the fact that it was skiers that brought it back was it skiers well, well, oh, the Italy thing. A, a lot of the people, in fairness, it, it's nothing to do with skiing. It just so happens that mm. a lot of the people that brought it back to Ireland had been skiing. Okay, there right. was a lot of ski trips in Northern Italy that brought the virus back. Right. Okay. So right. school trips, wasn't it? Yeah. A lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. So and the doctor guy was a ski trip. You know, the one that went. To, yeah. Yeah. That went to work. So. It's not, it doesn't feel like a, well, listen, let's not even pretend that it matters. You know, it, it is a weird, it, it is a weird feeling. Oh, it's totally yeah, it's weird. Really weird. It's really yeah. weird. It's,
2: it's the last thing I remember feeling like this was a teacher strikes when I was in secondary school and that mm. was this. And that was like a big deal in our world at the time. Cause it was, it was also a never, like you didn't know when they were going to come back or if how long yeah. it was going to take and stuff like that. But this is next level. Like, it's like we're on shutdown for at least two weeks, at least. At least two no, yeah. we're on
0: shut them for at least three March oh, twenty ninth to three 29th, weeks. Yeah. yeah, March 29th, man. And to be yes. honest, I, I've canceled four weeks because the project, uh, the project art center. I don't think there's any point because I said, hey, let's 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 give people from uh, week one the chance to book in uh, week two if they wanted, you know, because there was like Monday Tuesday there was some spots or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, but they were like, no, nah, we want to cancel both weeks because we just think there's way more chance that it's going to get extended and yeah. yes. not yeah. so why have to why have to, somebody emailed again being yeah, yeah. sorry actually your rescheduled date is now no longer an option yeah. so i'm out of action until at least the, the after the first week of april so what are you going to do with your time well i'm going to do a lot of content to be honest with you <laughs> i'm going to get re- i'm going to do get really good at final cut pro uh i you know I, I, I really need to go back to New York. Like, I, I just have like, you see, Aiden was supposed to move back to New York and he decided not to. So I did not organize the admin of being away for four months. Okay. In terms of like my bills, uh, you know, some checks that came in, uh, stuff to do at my mom's apartment, just a lot of admin. And so I really need to go back to New York. And now I definitely have time to go back to New York. But I feel like that's a risk. Yeah. Because I might get stuck there. And, yes. you know, there are, there are some things that I have scheduled other than my gigs that won't be canceled. Like I'm doing the It Gals podcast. Woo! Wow. I don't want to miss... Because you know what's so funny? It's the same time of the year. I was supposed to do the It Gals podcast last year. My mom died. I had to oh, cancel really? it. And it's wow. taken us a full year to organize it again. And I, it's like literally to the day. Jeez. That's uh, incredible. Yeah. This is the second March in a row I've had to cancel shows. So anyway, long story short, I'm afraid to go. But I, I, I do... The flights are so cheap. Well, really.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Every cloud. Would it be worse to be stuck here and not be able to go back to America or be stuck Well, in no, America? because I'm
0: not meant to be back in the States until, I'm not meant to be going back until like April 20th. Okay. My last shows are in Nace, April 20th. And then I was supposed to be going back essentially for the summer, but I'm coming back for the cat laughs. So to be stuck here right now is where I'm supposed to be. This is I, I'm not stuck here. This is where I'm meant to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Canceling these shows, mm. you know? So... I guess I'm just gonna hang out and do content. Yeah. You know? Mm.
2: you'll have a brand new studio for your podcast and everything by the time.
0: Yeah, but like honestly, the I was I, over. I, honestly I was frustrated, man, because uh, I, I for two days I've been trying to cancel my shows, and I, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining about the venues, but the venues were basically saying we're not canceling it until the government says we should cancel. Uh, which is annoying because then it feels like you're in panic mode. Yeah, mm. but it was clear as day that things were getting worse as far as I was concerned. So I was like, "Let's get a jump on it." Mm. But at the same time, and I still don't know if 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 there would have been any uh, any comeback on me if I was the one that pulled the trigger. Like Christy Moore pulled the trigger this morning yes. before the government thing, and I was I wanted to pull the trigger too, but I feel like Christy Moore's got a bit more. <laughs> sway
2: Kudos, yeah. yeah oh really yeah.
0: well you know yeah i just feel like christy can do whatever he wants plus he's an older man so yes like yeah you know he can say i'm doing it for my own health as well as the health of others i mean honestly my main concern this was my main thing i was talking to jason Byrne today about it too which he said weirdly enough he hadn't thought about which is i didn't want people who bought tickets to feel obligated to go because they didn't want to lose out. Mm. And if I didn't cancel the show, then they don't get a refund. Yeah. yeah, So they would have went against their will or not gone for their own safety and mm-hmm. not got a refund. And then I feel like that's not fair yeah. when you're in the middle of like this, I mean, once in a lifetime global pandemic. I mean, we've had... We had the swine flu. We had the SARS. SARS disease, mm. yeah. We had foot and mouth. I remember foot and mouth affected. Uh,
2: actually, yeah, actually, that's. I remember that in school. That was around the same time well, as the teacher strikes, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, wipe your feet. Teacher strikes. And, yeah, yeah, foot and mouth. <laughs>
0: the world's going to end. Wipe your feet. with yeah. should grand. You know? And now it's wash your hands. Wash now your it's hands. wash your hands. Yeah. Well, it was until today.
2: What, what's it now? Even
0: yesterday, they were still saying wash your hands. Yeah. You know? So uh, so anyway, I felt like it wasn't fair on people, and then I was starting to get messages being like, are you canceling? And I also didn't want to throw the venues under the bus, so I wasn't like, I didn't want to message people back and be like, if I had my way, I'd be canceling. But, yes. but weirdly enough, I found the majority of people that messaged me were hoping that I didn't cancel. Ah. Which surprised me. Mm-hmm. I thought most people were messaging me being like, I hope to God, no, you're not going to go through with the show. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, that's just a global pandemic. But I think most people are like, it's only a fucking flu. Come yeah, on. Yeah, there's a bit of that <laughs> going around, all right. But yeah. it is hard to know. It's hard to know what to take seriously,
1: like how panicked to be or not. Yes. It really is. Because we're like, we just don't know what this is. Yeah.
0: Well, here's my thinking on it. I think in reality, for 80% of the population, it's not a huge deal. Yes. You, there. There was an option to just let this run through society, carnage amongst the elderly and the immunocompromised, and then we just get on with our lives, mm. like mm. some sort of, like, call of the week. Mm. Yeah. And there are some, like, possibly certain leaders in the UK that kind of liked that. Yes. Do you know that Boris Johnson is quoted as saying in 2007 that his hero is the mayor from Jaws? Oh, You, you, you know Another. you know the context of that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, he's, That he's like, it's tourist season, we're not shutting down the beach. Yeah, yeah. You know? So anyway, uh, I I guess that was that was one way to do it. But this my thinking is that even though it's probably not a huge deal for the majority of the population, we don't really know the outcome. Mm. And there's no matter how bad this short term pain is, the markets are tanking, like we will recover economically. Yeah, yeah. So why not try to mitigate against more tragedy mm. but you know caution in this situation i think is is better especially because it hasn't gotten better i mean trump tried to play the whole like it's no big deal thing and that has blown up in his face completely yeah. mm.
2: you know meanwhile in portugal you hear what's happening in portugal they're all obviously they've taken precautions they've shut down the schools and all that kind of stuff said everybody stay at home and all that kind of stuff and everybody's going see you at the beach <laughs> they're all at the fucking beach yeah well <laughs> like, i guess you can idiots. stay
0: a meter and a half away though on the beach
2: oh yeah but they're all Ian's sister uh was down at the beach went for a run and all her mates like hey how are you we're off for two weeks holidays mwah, mwah. Oh, like, get the each fuck other, away yeah. from me she's like oh. hops in the car and goes home
0: yeah, uh, <laughs> but, yeah. um yeah i mean i i i do think that when it's all done some people will say why did you not cancel flights from Northern Italy weeks ago? Like, it yeah. was insane that they didn't stop this influx Straight away, of Italians yeah. coming yeah. in last weekend. Yeah. And like, I don't mean it like in a racist way, but just like, that was insane. Every case was a return from Italy. Why
2: aren't you stopping it? I thought it was insane that the, the fa- they canceled the game or they postponed the game. And yeah, loads the, of but, fans were like, well, we bought our tickets, let's go anyway. Yeah. yeah like, that's the and they let them in. Yeah. It's crazy. Just like, you know, you I know, saw some of them around town, or actually found myself oh, getting a bit fucking.
0: Dude, I literally. <laughs> I was walking out of Stephen's Green Shopper and I saw three of them clearly Italian, arrogant, using yeah. their hands. So. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> oh my word. Are oh, you a no wash motherfucker? You, you, d- you didn't grow up with Italians. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, that's a straight up stereotype about Italians. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But they're white. So it's not racism; it's sure. just uh, what were, I guess you could say xenophobia. Xenophobic, Xenophobic. Xenophobic. Uh, but it's not really xenophobia; it's a, it's a it's a c- cultural ignorance, True. Yeah. except that it's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> anyway, fool. long story short, they were throwing their hands around. I was literally, what are you trying to throw the disease at me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, long story short, I did actually take a step to the left, and I, it annoyed me that I did because I know it wasn't; it was not the case. I didn't feel it was fair on them, yeah, yeah. but I did do that, which is ridiculous.
1: <laughs> they must feel. I wonder how they feel, though. They must be like,
0: well, they <gasps> can't really tell. It's the bloody Chinese you have to worry about because like people are clearly like every Asian really during the the initial outbreak everybody was like oh Asian fucking get yeah yeah get wide
2: I was even I, I was a uh, do you see I did an Instagram story the other day with a uh, yeah, I think I'm saying it right, Nghia yeah, from Vietnam. Have you met this guy? He's a comic who just moved over there in the last few months. But I was doing the gig in Cork, doing Instagram stories, going here with my best pal, my partner, do you know what I mean? And just showed him on the on the story, do you know what I mean? And everyone sent me messages going, Ah, that's gas, he's fucking hanging around with an Asian just for the fucking jokes. I'm like, no, he's a comedian. I drove Is that how you pronounce that, N-G? It's N-G-H-A-I or something like that. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, because I see that they have a lot of that N-G in the Vietnamese.
2: Right, yeah. But, I mean, to be honest with you, Dez, I was in the car for three hours trying to hit, and he was like, it's... Nye. And there's a... There's a oh, yeah, as well. the tone. Huh? And I can't get it. <laughs> no, I can't me. get it. It's t- <laughs> <laughs>
0: of, I like, I know. Plenty That's of knowledge. Really Chinese. Plenty, of knowledge. <laughs> plenty of knowledge on the tonal front. That. Yeah, so I don't know what else to talk about in terms of the coronavirus, but, I mean, it's going to be a strange few weeks. Oh, yeah, I mean... I. Like, it's so weird, the things that people think they need to stock up on.
2: Toilet paper, yeah. I was just mm. going to say that. I was walking down your street here, a woman <laughs> hopping out with a taxi going, give us a walking hand, will you? And she, like, just reams <laughs> of toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. I just,
0: just of all the items, I, yeah. of all the items that people thought was essential, I don't know why toilet paper is the one, because I feel like, for me, that's the one, it's like, it, you know, when push comes to shove, I need food, I need water, mm. Yeah. you know? If I need to wipe my ass, I'll just fucking take a shit and have a shower. I yeah. don't understand why people think toilet paper is the thing. Now, I guess maybe you're a woman. You always got to wipe your, you know, you got to wipe your fanny. But like, I don't know. I feel like you can just, you know, if you're in a jam. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like yeah, in an emergency, you just pick four or five towels from the house and you just wash you them. Sign two, one of them. Wash your, two or yeah. three, wash them two or three times yeah. a day. It's not like a big deal. Yeah. I have a question. So if,
1: so you were going to a store, right? And it was like, okay, all the shops are going to close. So everyone starts looting. Okay, so you had a chance it's to like a loot. Show no case loot. Oh, what yeah. Would you loot? What would you? What would be the first? What? What would be the handful of items? So you sorry. Would is, take? It, is it a supermarket? It's a supermarket that you're like go now. It's like supermarket sweep, but you're looting.
0: But you're looting. But but okay. So and you get, can get
1: five items.
0: Okay, so let me let me just let me just get a context Ooh, for good this question, Eve. Very yeah. good question, Eve. Now, just I just want to set the context before I make the decision. Are we assuming that we're looting because the world is in a crisis? So like, in other words, like, am I thinking about the fact that I need to survive or is this just, is this just more of a generic any item at all? We'll
1: take it in the context of like the coronavirus. Yeah. So like the general panic that everyone kind of has or is thinking about having,
0: what would you do if you were like the supermarket's going to close, loot, go? What would you take? I mean, of course I fucking didn't have the fucking video playing. Uh, recording with all the yeah, recording with all the things going on. But anyway, that's uh, that's, that's that, one re- that one recording. Oh yeah, this one has been recording the whole time, so you guys will have plenty of coverage early on. <laughs>
1: sweet,
0: <laughs> sweet. Uh, oh, that's so annoying. But that's that's the fucking way of it now with the that's technology. That's fucking life
2: at the moment, doesn't it? Shite. Um, you know, because
0: I I, I I I turned it on. I thought I turned it back on, but I guess I didn't. So uh and I, I've been looking at it the whole time. I don't know how I didn't notice that it wasn't going. <laughs> So, five items you're loot- in a supermarket. Mm. Yeah, listeners do this as well. Oh, five items in a supermarket. I feel like- I, can I ask a question? Mm. I'm assuming because you're looting th- that you don't have to be concerned about not having a plastic bag.
1: Well no you've got five You don't have a bag at all You've got five items They have to You have to, have to carry them
0: Okay Yeah. yeah. Get out Because the guards are coming I'm, about
1: I'm this way too I'm not The
0: coming <laughs> I'm not picking a bag for life As one of my items Right yeah. Oh no, gosh no, <laughs> no I'm not wasting an On a bag no. for life <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 no We're all fucked It's loot yeah. Go Like just go Yeah but that's an environmental I can imagine
1: you right You'd be just there Like just Trying to get order Here's what I'm thinking about Everyone's stealing I'd have to
2: choose What supermarket first Because I'd be checking The little uh, magazine before five
1: items yeah it's a tesco oh it's, it's tesco a big, it's a big tesco so i'm going to but the you only six. only five <laughs> only five items well it's a big tesco yeah
2: i feel like popcorn might be a good one okay because it, like on like because you can get fucking loads of it yeah there's it only one bag to carry. Yeah. but yeah.
0: like the, you'll get a lot of you'll get a lot of return on honestly it. i would mean. get the biggest bag of porridge porridge, porridge. Yeah. just as a, as a survival you know yeah. just in case just eat on their own like dry, or would you get no, milk? The, and- well, I don't need to get milk because water in my tap. Water, okay, yeah, just water. I'm covered water. on the. I'm covered yeah. on the moisture front.
1: Okay, all right. So, <laughs> so porridge.
0: Uh, porridge would be one of mine. Uh, i am going to think about it. I mean it's a lot it's really a lot to think of there's a lot of items in three
1: here. then three because this is going to take forever yeah well you know
2: <laughs> have you got five already you would
1: be terrible at losing a yeah. guy well what, yeah. well what are yours my first one would be the most expensive bottle of champagne for sure oh, yeah that, I was going to go for expensive stuff not
0: on my list yeah, yeah. no alcohol
1: well I'm, i you know I'm considering giving up alcohol but I think I would still
0: but the most expensive bottle you. of champagne in a Tesco is going to be a bit of a disappointment yeah it's going <laughs> to be a shitty Moët. <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah, uh, three right. per second. Nice number one.
1: Um, I mean, I probably would get tampons to just be like. Going to say clever. that for women, yeah, yeah, you have to. Yeah, yeah interesting you. that I put champagne before tampon.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, you'd have to worry about that just in case because you don't so know you how long. Cork.
1: You could use the cork. Yeah, gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, you could. Uh, okay, so champagne. I'd probably tampons. get a,
0: a, the largest bag of frozen vegetables also. Mm-hmm. Frozen
1: vegetables. Okay.
0: Just because it's a lot of nutrition in, in in a bag already. So it's an easy carry and it's gonna cover me.
1: That's true. You know? Yeah. Because uh, if you injured yourself, you could use that as a an uh, ice. Yeah,
0: pack. I could use it as an ice pack. Yeah. And, and a then, weapon. Uh you know, and then I guess I mean I, I I I'd probably get get one of those large things of paper towels, knowing that they could cover me for an ass wipe, but also just yeah. for just for the hand washing that's necessary at this current crisis.
2: That's interesting. The paper towels are still coming up. mm, Yeah. What would
0: you... I've just got
1: popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) You're just on popcorn still.
2: I probably would. Like, depending on the Tesco, I'd probably go for the most... This is the scumbag in me now. I'd go, like, what's the most valuable... Because some of the Tescos do
0: TVs and shit. Exactly, they do. I would nick Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I've been the whole time visually my Tesco Metro down here. No, no, it's a big Tesco. And to be honest with you... There's really like a thirty percent chance that that'll be looted on any given day here <laughs> yeah, in yeah, Dartford yeah, Barn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: and to be honest, yeah, I'd probably go for the tills as well.
0: Yeah, loot the tills. Oh yeah, well that's not that's different. That's, yeah, yeah, sorry, mm. that's, that's
2: what I'm saying. It's a different mindset. That's yeah. the scummer. in me. I,
0: honestly, <laughs> in, in, in real terms, I'd probably go for a bag of porridge, the largest bag of nuts.
2: Nuts is good. And, yeah, and
0: yeah. The lot, you know, like the, or or like a trail dried mix. Like fruits and dried yeah, nuts. Yeah like, yeah, like one of those big bags. Yeah. And uh, my third item, I, I, I uh, well, you've
1: your frozen veg as well, though. Oh, there,
0: there you go. Those would okay. be my three. They're t- oh, very sensible. Te- That's too well, sensible. What, what, what else sensible. am I gonna get? I don't drink. What, yeah. what unsensible shit am I gonna get? Like a uh, fucking uh, frosties? You not get condoms. No, why the fuck would you need condoms? The world's probably gonna end. I'm <laughs> gonna oh, fuck everybody. Fucking bear pack. <laughs> fucking all. Fuck that. You know, when I mean, you're worried about the coronavirus, you're not worried about chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> I what am I getting condoms for? It's not a HIV epidemic. <laughs> if, if fucking shaking hands is a problem, I'm not going to fucking worry about fucking condoms. Oh, my gosh.
1: Hilarious. Uh,
0: that's great. That's our clip, Eve. Well done. That's it, yeah. Which I get condoms. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. So... Um... Uh, I mean, I really
1: do think it's w- it's worth saying: still be responsible for having sex, even though this coronavirus. Everybody,
0: listen don't I do, don't I,
1: take Des's sexual advice. <laughs> a message from me, Darcy, here, ladies and
2: gentlemen.
0: <laughs> First of all, this is a hypothetical scenario. Yeah, yeah, Number yeah. two, I have an entire podcast dedicated yes. to safe sexual practice, <laughs> <laughs> like anti slut shame. Like it couldn't be any more sex positive. But this is a this is a hypothetical situation because, yeah. by the way, don't loot either. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just, just in terms of things you shouldn't be doing. Warning! Don't, podcast, don't have,
2: <laughs> holy shit! Don't
0: have unsafe sex and don't be looting either. But if you do loot, I recommend. We've never had to nuts. put a warning
2: on a podcast before, and then Eve no. Darcy comes in. I know. And Darcy <laughs> comes
0: along with a goddamn dangerous loot. hypothetical looting
2: and writing okay. podcast. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: Um,
2: so
0: lube then? No. Did you not get? <laughs> so I, 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 like I don't need to do anal, and I don't think Tesco has lube anyway. Boots, you gotta go to Boots for lube. I'm sure. Huh. They and Eve's have... like, they do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why, not yeah, I just, you know, just lube, just really? fucking, <laughs> no need, mm. natural. Get the natural lube going. Coconut you know? butter. Oh, it's great. Coconut butter for everything.
2: Yeah, it's for your skin.
0: Coconut oh, oh, oil. I yeah, coconut, coconut. coconut oil. For yeah. Mother. My mother was like obsessed with coke. Like it like is so coke. good, though. Yeah, it is, but it's not yeah. the it's not the the end all cure for everything. No, but it does work as. Little. My mother had yeah. like yeah. My mother. Oh, and apple cider vinegar. Like. Yes, yes. With, the with the mother.
1: With the mother. With the mother in it. For some reason, what yeah, does that mean?
0: yeah. whatever. Like the the cure all. Yeah, cider vinegar. Yeah. yeah.
2: Did you see Alan McGee, who used to be the manager of Oasis, and he had Creation Records, which is a big record company in the in the nineties. He's on Instagram, and that's all he Instagrams about: is his bottles of apple cider vinegar. Really? Right. But he had because he did shitloads loads of drugs back in the day, and uh, it's, and he's he'd been on loads of pills and medication for stomach issues, and apparently apple cider vinegar has done the job.
0: Really? Yeah. So, apple yeah. cider vinegar. My mother thought that too for all the constipation and different stuff for constipation. Yeah, but did it work? No, it's it, it doesn't do all the things that people say that it does. Mm. You know, it's just another one, you know, another fad of many fads that have come and gone over the years. What has been your favorite fad? My favorite fad? (laughs) The Atkins diet. Oh, really? I love that
2: Carl Spain joke. What was It Talks about the Atkins diet and what was the so Atkins was all high carbs, low protein? Was it or no? The, the other, other way, way around. around. The other way around.
0: Yeah. Essentially, no carbs. No and carbs. It really began. Yeah. Like paleo then. It began. The, kind of the downward slide of the carb. Yeah. You know. but yeah. This is ba- this is back when carbs were were uh, healthy.
2: Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> A
0: different time. So what yeah. was the
2: opposite? So what was the high carb one that was healthy then? Apparently. So no. Oh. But anyway, there was two... Low fat, high carb, whatever. There was whatever pa- the... paleo and Atkins, for example, say that and Carl's... Well, paleo's also, a more recent phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. But Carl's thing was like, one was high carb, low protein, mm. and one was the opposite. And Carl's is like, I'll, they're fucking both uses. I've been doing both of them now and there's been no fucking change. <laughs>
1: do,
0: do <them laughs> the them them. three, yeah, two yeah, at the same time. I think yeah. that was
2: on the Liffy Laughs on YouTube.
0: Yeah, there's been a, there's been a lot of fads. What's the, what's, there's a big one now. Oh, there's one I just noticed recently and I was just like, wow, it's amazing. People... Oh, oh, kinetic tape. Oh yeah, um, somebody put that up
2: today, didn't they? That that uh, redheaded TV presenter, Angela Scanlon. Yeah, yeah. She kinetic put up her bad Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Kinetic tape, which is just Google it. It's yeah. fucking useless. Yeah. But they people just put it on. They believe, you know, they believe in it. The chiropractors will give it to you. Like, yeah.
1: Well, isn't this interesting though? It's like what people believe, right? Yeah. Like that's what it's you know. The placebo mind.
0: effect is like thirty percent. Yeah, except that the placebo effect isn't that effective for. Uh, actually Heal, healing your muscles right you yeah
2: know. what's the placebo effect
0: it's like when you just
1: think that it's going to do, it's basically your your thoughts and your belief right and that's you think that it's going to be helpful so, so then it's helpful it's helpful or in your mind it yeah has been helpful. in your mind it's helpful it's like god <laughs> you know he's real yeah he's real
0: yeah so uh pl- placebo effect it was like if they do like a trial half the people get the pill yeah. and half the people get the placebo Right, uh, and it's a way to check if the if the pill is actually working.
2: Right. Okay, okay. Or
0: is it just the placebo effect? Right. But I mean, there's a lot more to it than that. But that is a, you. Know, you never see that term around the placebo effect. I
2: have seen around, yeah, but I never, never. Mm. No, you learn something every day. See? You were
0: go. you just nodding along
1: all this time and not really understanding what Steve, you were it's nodding? It's okay for? to ask.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm I'm just i Yeah, okay.
0: it's okay, it's just okay to not know.
2: Hey, I've got three <laughs> weeks now to learn shit. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, what are we going to do this time? Well, anyway. I think we've covered the coronavirus pretty well, Yeah, you know? I mean, we we could continue to go on about it, but I also feel like people are going to be bombarded with this. That's true. So let's... uh,
2: We're moving on.
0: Well, Eve, let's talk about your podcast, actually. So it's it's called... Humans Discuss Being. Humans Discuss Being. Mm. And And that's essentially it. I meet a human and we discuss how... You know, there's an NPR show on being...
1: Oh yeah, Kristen tidbit or something. Isn't yeah, that's
0: yeah. Uh, Krista tidbit. Or yeah, I, I only it just happens to come on a lot Sunday mornings when I'm in the states driving. Like I'll be driving early to do something. Yeah, and and I'll listen to it, and it's like your initial. Re- well, my initial reaction is always just like this fucking bullshit again. You know, <laughs> this this week on On Being. Yeah, you know, somebody takes their adversary and turns it into a TED talk, uh, and I always I have like- this resistance, mm. and then it comes on. And by the end of it, I'm like crying or I'm just like, fuck, yeah, I don't, I'm not honest enough about this in my life. You know, the, like it, it's always good. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So uh, are, are you hoping to go like, you just, you just basically get people to just open up about anything?
1: Yes. And I have a whole process about this. So, um, which it. it. amazing. Ass. <laughs> mm, so, um, see, I've done like therapist training. So, oh, so you're trained as a therapist. I'm trained as a therapist. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, didn't so. t- I didn't know
0: this Did you know?
1: Us? No, no Oh yeah, God, yeah We've needed
0: you here the last few weeks How many episodes <laughs> How many recent episodes have you listened to? I know you listened to Brian O'Connell But did you listen to any of Steve's Trips down his uh, dysfunction?
1: Oh <laughs> I know, I know I know all of Steve's Okay, she brilliant came, yeah, You yeah. came not see my show twice yeah, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah Yeah, very supportive Yeah Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm
1: a good friend.
2: You are a good friend. Yeah. Brilliant.
0: Okay, so sorry, I interrupted there. So, okay, so you're, you're tr- that's brilliant, actually, that, mm. that you have that. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, it's I really find helpful. on these podcasts that for some reason, they help people to open up. So it's actually good to maybe know what to say or what not to say.
1: Yeah. Um, I, so I have that actual training, but I also just have a genuine interest in what someone else's experience of life is and how I'm just constantly amazed at how different we experience life. And how different people are and their perceptions and everything. So, But the the whole process to the thing, the podcast, it's not just a simple come in here and just have a chat. Um, I make people do a psych test. Highly unscientific. Where was? Well, no, it was a feelings test. I don't know if you did it. Right? Oh no, it's something think I did that. that I've added on. So, so it's that's... just like uh, you look at a picture, and it's all these images, and you pick the three that resonate most with you, and that's supposed to reveal how you're actually feeling that day. It's just like a bit of crack. It's not legit. It's, it's not legit. No, it's not legit at all. But
0: was it ever thought that it was going to be legit? Was it
1: somebody's like PhD? No, no, I don't think so. No, it's like I bought it in like Vancouver when I lived there. It was like just like in like a joke shop a game. Oh,
0: okay, so a bit of crack. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. No, that's totally. So not, that's not. part of the process.
1: Yeah, so that's like the first kind of three minutes. Um, and then we do like a fake date game. So we do yes. like ask, pretend we're on like a first date, myself and the guest. And uh, we just ask each other the weirdest first date questions you would ever. Like yeah, you would it's, never it's, date it's, someone that asked you these questions. Yeah, ever. it was
2: from, like they were just questions from a game, was it? From a game, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. They're from the um, School of Life. Yeah, webinar, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: that's right.
0: Um, So they're all like. Oh, so sorry, you give the questions.
1: We do a rapid Both. fire thing, so like I ask
0: the Oh, guest so you, you don't have to think you, no, me. but what I mean is you don't have to think of the questions. No, no, the questions are there. Yeah, okay. I'm very lazy. I just bought them. But this is all icebreaker stuff. Yeah. It's all
1: icebreaker. It's all the point of it is all yes, me getting just just developing a relationship and a rapport, mm-hmm. the my, the guest and I. And then so we do that and then we play Twister. And while we play on the
0: podcast, yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ, a big commitment on your podcast. It is a big commitment, yeah, 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 it's a big commitment,
1: especially if we're not
0: that flexible. I remember struggling, (laughs) yeah, Steve reckoned I was just doing, especially in the post me too. I feel like I don't know about this. (laughs) Yeah, actually. Like, did I? I did say that.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's a clip of me when Steven and I were playing Twister. I'm like, I have my hands and feet are like, so I'm down there, and then like Steven is just right in my face at one point. And I was like, okay. This is <laughs> I'm, I'm like, she invited me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm okay to do this. Um, So, yes, yeah, so we play Twister, and while we play Twister, we're as- asking each other questions as well. So, like, um, and they're difficult. Are you recording when. all this? Yeah, these are. The first three things that I've just outlined—they're visually recorded, so they're for like oh, right. they're for like promo, promo stuff, yeah. And then after all of that, we move into like the kind of living room area, and uh, we sit on a couch, and then it's just like the chat about how life is going for them.
0: Yeah, and and but but you've learned you've learned nothing from the icebreaker though, really, in terms of the chat, or you you feel that you have.
1: Um, I have in that I can see where someone's at if they're um have a lot of walls up, if they're like not willing, you know, if they're just not in a place where they want to talk much, then that's fine. And I just have a sense of that then going in, you know, oh, to the chat. Mm. That's nice. All of this was going on. Yeah, and, yeah. There's a and point just, to everything that I'm doing.
0: Okay, yeah. So just out of curiosity, I was gonna say like, is this part of your therapist training or are these are hunches that you have that hunches that I have. That, that 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 that'll be effective.
1: Yeah. And the reason because the, I deliberately um chose twister as a game because you get people out of their heads cuz everyone if you're just asking people questions all the time and or if, even just having a conversation people are very aware of their defenses and they have their defense mechanisms up and all that whereas if you bring someone into their body they're out of their mind and they're less uh defensive so right that's great mm, mm. it was interesting a couple of guests were more honest with the twister questions than uh, later on yeah
0: because the defenses go back. Yeah. Up. Well, especially yeah. When, when you bring back the awareness to the eternity of recording.
1: Yeah. Although I do, I'm very clear about like anything can be edited and I'm not oh, yeah. putting anything out that you're uncomfortable with. Yeah.
0: And so have you found, because obviously I don't want you to, you know, people can listen to the podcast in terms of your chats. Mm. But have you found, firstly, that there are some things that tend to come up a lot are there things that you seem to find are a recurring theme amongst people?
1: Um, A recurring theme amongst people is actually, and this really isn't a spoken thing, this is kind of, um, it's more that people are generally embarrassed about their humanness.
0: When you say their humanness, you mean... Just their their flaws. flaws?
1: And just about being human and about kind of having to deal with things.
0: Surely it should be part of their humanness, as in humanness is not flaws.
1: Yeah, but I think people view it as that, you know, and they're kind of like, um, you know, saying things and they're getting, like me too, you know, I'm the same, like even in therapy and stuff, you know, sometimes I find it hard to say certain things and then I'm just like, I'm just a fucking human, like a friend, you know?
0: Yeah, but it's funny how different things kick in, the pride or the fear. Or Or the ego, ego is the big thing. Well, I guess the pride is an ego protector, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um but also it's shame, I think, as well comes up, you know, that we're kind of we're pretending we've our shit together and mm. it's like no one does, so stop pretending. Just be kind, you know, and just allow the space. But don't you find even in
0: therapy though that the defences come up? But that is I, what therapy is. Yeah, like the, that's, but I don't that's just the job it, yeah, of a yeah, therapist. I yeah, I don't just mean in terms of people being concerned about how they're perceived by
1: No, no, but that's the job of the therapist is to be skilled enough to know when to respect a boundary and a, a defence and then to yes. allow it to yeah. break down.
0: So, um, so in terms of how much do you think is appropriate for pushing on a podcast?
1: Um, not much. Like I don't. I tend not to ask uh, that many questions. I tend to be quite quiet, mm. and I afford the space to the guest and whatever they want to say, they can say. Um, there have been loads of times where I've been like, if this was a private conversation, I would ask. In right. my mind, I've thought that. You know, I'm just like, I'm not going to ask this just
0: in case. Just in case. Yeah. Just in case, because I'm not going to clam up, or just in case you feel like it's an invasion of privacy. It's an
1: invasion or, of privacy, or that they would say something that they would later regret, or whatever. And that also, I'm kind of like, I'm more my priority the whole time. Like, yes, it's a podcast and it's for, you know, I guess entertainment or whatever. But my priority is like their care.
0: You know. Yes. Yeah. But okay, so just a, another hypothetical. Have or or certainly, you don't have to give specifics, but have you not been in a situation where you thought this person could have? A mini breakthrough here if I stay on this, even though I can tell that they're a little bit uncomfortable. Have you? Ap-
1: yeah, yeah, and and oftentimes they do. Then oh, you afterwards. have picked at it. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, if or I they- think it's going to be a positive thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if if I think it's going to be too painful or. all oh, right yeah, You know, yeah, yeah, then yeah. I'm I don't for the sake of the podcast press. press you know. Press yeah, but them. that'll come eventually. What.
0: <laughs> The desire to have that killer rep. No, <laughs> the no, <fucking laughs> They they really fucking let it out on your podcast. That was amazing. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's I don't want to do that though. I'm joking? Yeah. No, no,
0: no. But I do think though that you could sometimes you can have too much fear in the sense that it could be good for them.
1: It could be, yeah. But that has happened too, where it has been, and then they, they a few people have uh, been like have cut it. No, yeah. Have they? They've been. We've we just re-recorded another time because they were like it was too much it was too much it's and they were too sad yeah oh right right yeah and yeah. like it was it was a breakthrough for them and all that like it was very good you know like it was a good conversation for both of us um but they were just kind of like oh i don't know about that going out and i'm like that is totally fair we can do that again
0: it's interesting oh you had to do the whole thing again yeah a couple yeah. of Cause, times because you talked about it too much well they weren't happy with it no they it just weren't the no no, no i know but what i mean is you couldn't just edit out that bit Yeah, no, it was the whole thing. It was like too much of the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Mm. It's interesting
2: because I've had both those experiences Mm because I've had experiences where... Uh, it's been like when I did uh, your one when you were asking about Son of a Preacher Man because that show just brings up so much stuff I started going to therapy again after right but I have had the opposite Des effect Des
0: didn't hold. Des fucking just tried to pull it all out Des is just
2: fucking uh, he had to go to therapy it was, <laughs> but it was uh, but I have had other experiences where I think it was just because of the, the nature of that show in particular and I was trying it was trying to keep mm. I was trying to make funny but then people are media wise were interested in interviews of like, mm. going uh, 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 and digging deeper and digging deeper. And it wasn't a good like the end result for me was I did not feel good after it. Like, you know, I just felt...
1: Do you feel exposed? Is that how you...
2: Yeah, and I I, I feel like... um I felt a little bit like I was kind of a bit of a, a fake in some ways because I'm like it's yeah. stuff that's happened a long time yeah. ago that I don't deal with necessarily now. But then I'm selling it for a show. At I the remember you saying that before. Well. Yeah. Well, yeah. you
0: feel like a fake because you're talking about it. Like it-
2: sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then the kickback can because obviously the show is a show, so it's a version of the events. It didn't all happen. Like I'm condensing in in that particular show. Well, I'm condensing. Pff, pff, Twenty years of mm, life mm. into an hour, and you're skipping blah 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 boom. Obviously, it doesn't happen like that, but you're no. you're making it funnier because you're you're putting all the all the stresses closer and closer together. The stresses that I had at five years of age in the, in the council estate versus when I got kicked out of school, or I'm in the psychiatric mm. ward, and then having a kid. You know, that's all. <laughs> yeah, but it's <laughs> the same thing. Exactly, yeah. it's a performance. But, yeah,
0: but also. Uh, you know, certain things work better in a narrative that's not 100% honest of to course, what happened. Of course, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. The, but the thing is that the narrative is actually more honest to what happened in terms of how the audience take it in. Yeah. You're not able to put the whole thing across. It just doesn't work as a performance.
2: Of course, yeah. But the, the thing the thing I have found, like, sometimes media-wise or interview-wise when certain people in the media have been asking me about it, they're, they're dying for you to say a certain thing about it or else audience members take a certain thing from it. And they go, oh, my God, I was going through X, Y, and Z too. And I'm going, I'm not a fucking psychologist. I don't yeah. know how to deal with that. No, but that. just
0: let them express it, though. You yeah, yeah, help yeah. Them. And that's, yeah. Uh, that's the you already thing. have helped them. Sorry. Yeah. 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 That's the beautiful
1: thing, though, about... Um, because I deliberately didn't want to become a therapist. For that reason, I was like, it's too much responsibility. I think I would become uh, a therapist in time. But um, right now, I'm just like, that is not what I want to do. But, so that's why I love comedy and all this kind mm. of entertainment world stuff. Because I'm in no way responsible for what someone takes out of anything I say or do. Yes, you know, really. yeah, 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 exactly. Like that. And neither are you. You know, yeah. if someone comes up and they might tell you their story or whatever, you're in no way responsible for that. So,
2: yeah, I had to get you, because that happened the first night when I opened the yeah. show, basically, and somebody came up and was just like... It was quite a lot to take on and mm. some stuff that they were going through really, really recently and I was just still I was still I hadn't even come down from the show, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I had not even yes. and uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, and would you help me with this fundraiser for this? And I'm like, yeah. you know and I was just like <laughs> that whole like kickback was awful. But then I learned in the second run of the show when I went to Smack Alley then people coming up to me and going, Oh, I'm a born again Christian and I'm this and I'm that and I'm like, That's cool for you, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah well, you can have your go, boundaries. Yeah, there's yeah. There's the
0: right you know, there's the right yeah. time to totally you you figure it out after a while yeah yeah. at the end of the day sometimes people are coming up to you they got all sorts of fucked up shit going on yeah that has nothing to do with you
2: totally exactly i learned that yeah
0: and 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 uh, they might have problems with boundaries themselves you know so like you you know you you figure it out after a while what you owe people and what you don't yeah and obviously when you put up boundaries some people react negatively but again it's not your responsibility yeah boundaries are a big thing
2: yeah. Were you there the night that I had to, I started making it a public announcement at the start of the show. <laughs> were you there when I was yeah. going like this is not a therapy session? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a comedy show and I'm gonna be making jokes yes. about my mental health Oh right. So were you doing that? that as a way to get people
0: in the in the frame of mind of like yes.
2: don't get uptight? Get don't get uptight and it's like and like I don't have any answers for you and I hope you enjoy the show and this is what I went through yeah. and all the but let's so that they wouldn't get too uptight about certain bits. It gave you a good start in the comedy, but I don't I don't know if you Did you find night. it made a difference? Yeah, yeah, just like they just got on board straight away but also I kind of felt I had to do it because it was in this festival that was a mental health festival mm. well, oh obviously. right right so right. I had to kind of go set the tone mm. but there was that woman one night and I was like this is this is a comedy show like it's not therapy you know and got people giggling about it and this one woman in front row went why can't it be both you know <laughs> and I was just like I'll tell you why. well like, ideally why? You, it is
0: both yeah yeah but- yeah but but for it to be enjoyed at its at its utmost peak of entertainment and yeah. therapy, totally, yeah, it needs you guys to to go with the comedy. The yeah. therapy will happen naturally, yeah. But the comedy won't happen if you get uptight, yeah. Yeah, and the, yeah, exactly.
2: Natural therapy will happen as a result of the comedy. Yeah, but I mean, but I'm not a therapist. <laughs> I know,
0: but I, I I always find it's a fine line because I, I sometimes you must be
2: going like, through a lot of that right now. Yeah. yeah. You know.
0: Well, no, but uh, yeah, but I mean, it's not the first time either. Yes, exactly. I've, I've done it before, but I feel like it's a fine line where. If you announce too much to tell people to lighten it up, it actually tightens them up because then it actually thinks like, Oh fuck, what what's coming?
2: Okay, okay. You know.
0: But I'm not saying that's what happened with you, but I you know, once or twice I had said to the crowd, like when I do the first half, say, you know, the second half's a little G him up and I found it had no positive effect. Mm. If anything, it was neutral or negative. so I do not I I d I don't I don't do that in the show. Just well, but just, that's also was early on. I, I feel the, the, a lot of what, what you're going through actually the better you get at doing the show, the less of it is yeah. the issue.
2: Yeah. I find just because I was doing, that, as I've <laughs> mentioned before in your podcast and you've seen, I do quite a lot of, in the middle of the show, it gets a bit dark with suicidal stuff. And I make jo- and I just joke about it the whole time, but it gets pretty dark. So I kind of felt like I had to put a warning <laughs> in mm-hmm. for that. But it was I was working with a director for that week of uh, the first Fortnite Festival, and he pushed me to go. there. he's like that. That's what first. Yeah, Fortnite but the is directors before. always do that. Yeah, know? they do that. Yeah, and they like they yeah, but I'm get, the
0: one who's dying. Yeah, out but there. yeah, but you're, they're not stand-up comedians either. You know? Yeah, yeah. But there's yeah. A, yeah, you know, you figure it out for yourself. Yeah. Totally. So, uh, so in terms of of being a being a therapist now I, i'm getting somebody in to talk about what, what brian o'connell was mm-hmm. talking about yesterday but just in relation to guilt i had mentioned to brian last week that you know you're dealing with this guilt of your friend's suicide but imagine like therapists that just see suicidal people coming in all the time and like some of them die and uh, you know h- how the how they deal with that guilt have you had any of that yourself in the no no no, no. oh that's right you don't like to mix the comedy in your job either um but it's difficult now because no. you do a fucking podcast called yeah yeah humans but I don't, on being
1: I'm, yeah yeah but i'm i i do not work as a therapist oh you currently. don't work as a therapist no oh no, okay, yeah okay. so that's fine i don't mind talking about it. no but i don't but i guess that 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 is one of the reasons that i don't want to be a therapist yet is because i'm like oh i wouldn't know quite how to distance myself distance from that yourself from stuff. that yeah yeah, yeah. so but how I did do, you how
0: did you feel when you because i know you listen to that. how did you feel when you were listening to all that stuff about guilt
1: um, really, int- like, it's just, it's interesting, you know, just to, but ideally, somebody will be able to help you out of that space. Yes, I would have thought so. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah ideally, because that's not a healthy, but I do think it's a way of trying to gain some sort of control, however unconscious, over a situation that you, it's just, you can't make sense of, you know? Kids do that, you know, when parents divorce or whatever, they think that it's their fault. And Yes. You know, like, it's the similar thing, like, victims of... Any assault or whatever would do that as well.
0: They feel like it's it's their fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, because I was listening to Catch and Kill. Coincidentally enough, Harvey Weinstein put away for twenty three years. Mm. Amazing. But I was listening to, was listening to Catch years. and Kill, the podcast. Have you listened to it?
2: No, no, I haven't
0: listened. But it is amazing how many of those women, and they, they, a lot of them break down on on the, on the they break down. Obviously, talking about the abuse, but they also break down when they come to the realization that for most of the time they felt that for a certain to a certain degree, it was their fault. Yeah. They couldn't get it into their head that it wasn't just because they went to the hotel room or whatever. You know, mm. whatever reason they said, I could have dealt with it. You know, you, you do feel like it's your fault.
2: And it's because of shame, because they feel yeah. like shame connected to the whole thing, yeah.
1: right? But also, it's in society. Like, it's in our sort of psyche, almost. And it's certainly in what we're saying, you know, like, asking for it and, yes. you know, like, all that stuff. Like, so, it's not... Surprising. completely under yeah exactly that somebody would be like oh gosh maybe it was my fault and assume blame when that is not the case obviously
0: it was quite satisfying to watch uh, feeble Harvey Harvey yeah. you know heading you know because it's such an act with the walker I mean I know oh, he yeah. had back surgery excellent but- prop yeah
2: excellent but well, he's in the perfect position to get rode in prison <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean you've got leverage
1: and everything he's got to use that walker <laughs> totally
0: I mean I I would suggest that when you're, you're talking about the fact that a rapist is getting put away for 23 years that you wouldn't be delighted yeah. in his, <laughs> I ra- take it back. his we'll justice being
2: raped <laughs> in prison I'd I get in roads, I said, not necessarily, right? But in oh, yeah, but you could it, be it,
0: consensual it, it, it would, it would riding. Be consensual, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> make sure consensual it's consensual, riding. Harvey. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, that was quite, that was quite a big. So, I mean, I hadn't intended to talk about it much, but just, uh, just because you were mentioning it about the about about the guilt. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty serious sentence
1: it is it's excellent though like it's such a good
0: message I think yeah to... but his his. I mean god when you listen to Catch and Kill it's just like fuck me this guy was relentless and is when you listen to that audio of uh, you know Amber Guitieres, uh, just the just the way that he was put ugh he I really have, was to, disgusting what's it called oh, Catch gross. and Kill yeah fuck. it's Ronan
2: Farrow We're okay
0: Ronan Farrow, the Catch and Kill podcast. But Don't it's based it on the, the book that he wrote about all this. But he was the one that, that pushed the story. Jeez. It is it is fascinating. I watched all the interviews
2: with his ex-PAs and stuff like that. And the kind of guy that he was, just like he was just fucking brutal, relentless, animal-like. Like He was just mm. three people like shit. He was so aggressive. Uh, and I'd heard stories of him through, actually when I was more involved in the film industry in Ireland, of guys going over to Toronto. And you know a film goes really well. And so... You know, they see the premiere. Everybody loves it, so everyone's kind of chasing the director to kind of go. We want to buy your film. We want to buy your-. And Harvey was basically get the fuck out of here. Everybody like screaming, "Get the fuck out of here! That's my film. Fuck off!" You know, everybody. Do you know what I mean? He's just so aggressive to everybody. Do you know, what? you'd think it'd be more of a networking, yeah. and schmoozing. Harvey's get the fuck out of my seat. Like it was just
0: ah, uh, yeah. But when you listen unreal. to Catch and Kill and see how they carried on with the NDAs and you know the way yeah, he people designed lived, all this shit, the work way for people him and lived in fear, then afterwards yeah. destroyed their lives and like. I mean, obviously, the rape stuff is like horrific in that it's very easy to comprehend the horror of rape, but it, I think it's harder to comprehend how you take a gig in the Weinstein company, right? You're just a young, ambitious woman. You're doing your job, doing a good job, and then he pulls one of his, like, come to my hotel room. You get out of it. You you, you know you, you don't get assaulted. You get, I guess, what, what would you call You get harassed. Mm. You don't get assaulted. You get out of it. You try to deal with it. He hits you with a fucking NDA, and your career is over. Mm, yeah, mm. And all, all for saying no to Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, mm. and your career is essentially over for for forever. Really, I mean, some of them manage to keep going to a degree, but for most of them, it's the end of their career. That's fucked. Yeah, it's so fucked. Yeah. So he, I mean, what he he like. I mean I I thought he was horrible anyway. I thought he was horrible just on the fucking how horrific he is and how he could even pretend to think that, you know, this shit was you but know, this goes on everywhere.
1: Yeah. This shit, you know?
0: That's the thing, yeah. It's not like he's not business.
1: like the only person.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he he is the one that broke it all though, really, in terms of
1: He totally took the piss with it. Yeah. <laughs> like No, but eventually. no, no,
0: no. But but his his the outing of him mm. has been a, a cultural turning point. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's the start of the Me Too movement, uh, like
0: and the fact that he got a proper sentence for that is, yes. is is large because a lot of people, whether it's warranted or not, you know, the the, the, the stories come and then they go, mm. and actually, there's not a lot of punishment. As you know, there's not a lot of punishment for sexual mm. crimes.
1: No, most women don't report.
0: Yeah, so so th- this is this is big. This is
1: so significant. Mm. It's so Very significant. significant. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I mean, obviously, lower. You know, there's other people like Farrow talks about it in terms of these 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 big people. But I, I mean, you can, you you can't do everything. But this is pretty significant. Mm. It's
1: really significant. But I really just hope that it does, um, you know, pervade down and just goes everywhere. Now that this is like the message that people are getting that like behaving like that in any industry is absolutely unacceptable. You know. Well, I mean, I, people need to be held accountable for. Yeah, it. I
0: mean that. that people there must have people must see the change our industry it's hard to tell in our industry because we're not i don't see that many people a lot of the time but i gotta think that there's people have felt a difference mm, you know. i i don't know i mean I, like you'd be able to tell them me too Is can. not nothing yeah yeah mm. you know it, it, it's not nothing that's gone down so mm. the, 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 there must be some change i don't know how to quantify it
2: yeah i wouldn't either because like i literally came into the industry when all this was well not I was only in the industry a year and a half too when it all started kicking off. you know what I mean, so it's kind of like
1: but this is what's difficult as well is because um if somebody does have bad experiences, they often do just leave the scene right you know rather right. than because they just will not report like mm. even just let's say i'm you know let's just I'm not gonna talk about um Irish comedy um but just in general. Like, just in society, my friends and I, we've often had discussions about this, and we just would not, like,
0: you know, we just wouldn't report, so... But would you not think that the the amount of people that wouldn't report has decreased now? Like, I I, I would think that people feel a little, at least a a little little, more more confident. A little, but
1: I mean, that was why that um, Belfast rugby trial was such a significant thing and why people were so, you know, marching about that and all that, because it was, that... I remember I was so engrossed in that the whole time because it was like whatever comes out of this is really huge you know for like um our collective unconscious like as a society so and then it was, she wasn't fucking believed and she didn't get they didn't get prosecuted so it was like oh okay there's no fucking point then yeah but the it was a real slap in the face i felt for women like or for not for just women but like for victims of
0: sexual violence yes but well, the, the the legal system has a has a problem, such we, a problem, which, which is which is clear. Mm. But it is a fucking it, it, like it is a conundrum. The yeah. legal system in relation to to sexual crimes.
1: Yeah, and it's it's the legal system. It's social attitudes. It's all of our unconscious biases. Yes, it, yes, I know that but stuff. Just,
0: just to focus on the legal system, just for a second. I mean, I often try to get my head around how to fix it. I, I oh, it's very difficult. Yeah, it's very very difficult because as gets talked about time and time again it's more often than not a he said she said Mm. and what like obviously in you know the law the Mm. initial entry point is is not that sympathetic to a victim it it seems right Mm -hmm. so from the get-go it's not great to come forward as a victim no but it's also uh very difficult to prove so i i like I, I really feel like there should be an entirely separate legal system for sexual crimes yeah mm. but I do think that the one thing that's easy to fix is to is to change this this tilt towards not believing victims because there seems to be a great concern of false accusations which is fair enough but it seems to be tilted very heavily in the fear of false accusations rather than the other way around
1: yeah mm. which is should be 50, isn't it? 50. yeah
0: it's- it
2: should be 50 fifty yeah Mm-hmm. But the, yeah, the problem is uh, with that side of it, it's like a couple of bad eggs, spoiler for everybody kind of thing. Like there was a couple of cases in the States where some guy got kicked out of college, lost his scholarship, blah, 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 blah And it was all, it was a false accusation. Then that's just everybody else jumps on that bandwagon and that just yeah, but kills that's,
0: it. Yeah, but the, 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 I definitely think that seems to be too much of a lean towards the fear of a false example. Mm, yeah. but, 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 but I do appreciate the, the conundrum of, you know, it's so hard to prove Mm. it is so hard to prove totally yeah and i think it's so
1: hard to prove and the legal system is the way it is that really like a lot of work needs to go into like
0: prevention you know so much well number one prevention fucking cut down on the booze and that that that's that's not just saying victims shouldn't have been drunk what i'm saying is that booze creates environment for sexual assault you're more inclined to assault and you're more inclined to be assaulted. Both sides. I'm not I'm not suggesting that. You're more victim inclined has not to make mis- good
2: decisions, basically. Mm. Yeah. Booze not is- gonna have a clear head.
0: You talked to yeah. the, the the rape Crisis center always puts it out. Booze is a huge factor in sexual assault. Yeah. You know, it's 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 so dangerous, actually, especially mm. in young people. You know,
1: so I shouldn't go for that really expensive bottle of champagne and Tesco? No. in my loose around looters. There. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I might need to rethink that. Maybe just prosecco. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> oh, no, maybe just prosecco, not champagne.
0: But but you know, I think uh, just to, just on a, to, to finish on, I guess a somewhat positive note. You'd have to say that there's been some progress in the last three years.
1: Oh, yeah, that's there could k- only be progress, really.
0: Yeah, yeah I know. Yes. There, there has definitely been progress. There's like. been some,
1: yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know, so I mean, hopefully it keeps going and there isn't a kickback to that, you know?
0: So, uh, Eve, what's your uh, social media stuff?
1: Oh, my Insta is at Eve Darcy 1. Um, that's my Twitter well. but I'm very inactive on Twitter. I can't be fucked. <laughs> um, I don't, I'm not into the hashtags. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Eve Darcy 1? At Eve, Eve Darcy 1, yeah, it's on Insta. On As Insta. And, and the then what's
0: the pod?: Humans discuss being.: Humans discuss being mm. wherever you get your podcast. Yep. Are you doing it on the regular every week? Every week. That's it right.
1: started. you know what it started last year when I was doing I did this thing for Dermot and Dave where I was um, Oh, that's right. That. data. yeah Yes. So that's how it started. Well I, got, I was just doing this like radio segment, and uh, I was like, oh, well I have an idea for a podcast, so I'm just going to throw this out now while I'm on the radio, so that was the idea
0: and that's how it started
1: yeah yeah i just was like capitalizing on being on the radio i guess you know like that was the that was the thing well check very that out
0: humans discuss being yeah just had
2: a live one there didn't you recently oh two live ones tar really
1: yeah tar Flynn was one guest and growth farley was the other guest they were great that was in smock alley Smock Alley, yeah. yeah
0: you got a good crowd
1: yeah it was good yeah yeah they were um yeah it was good yeah it was fun
0: do you do a patreon
1: i do not yet What's the story of Patreon? Do they own the content? Or? No. No, okay. All right, I will start one tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> make money. I mean, if you're
0: getting a crowd, you might make money off Patreon. Yeah. I would love to.
1: All right, well, Do thank the bonus you bonus
0: Thank you. I hope you this didn't get too hot.
1: Loads of fun. No. Is this a worry you always have when women around you does?
0: <laughs> no, I was talking about the fire.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> it's
2: getting
0: hot now.
1: <laughs> you're just like, I hope you didn't get too hot. We've been on camera me.
2: eve.
0: All right, well, thanks very much, guys. It's uh, trying to keep the vibes positive, you know? We'll have a new episode of The Shift up on Monday night into Tuesday morning. We'll be back with the Des Bishop podcast next week for Friday morning. And maybe some bonus episodes in between. I'm on TikTok. DesBishop5. Instagram, at DesBishop. Stephen Mullen is at hello stevo Eve just gave you her Instagram check her out make sure to give her some good feedback going to have her back in the patch good i like Eve Eve is uh great for keeping the conversation going so we'll be seeing Eve again here Eve again look out for the clips online we're going to put some clips up we were filming and um that's it stay tuned for uh, rescheduled gigs Make sure to give us uh, five stars on iTunes. Subscribe. Leave a comment. I haven't had a comment for a while. Come on, guys. Put up some comments. Show us some love. See you next week.